Welcome, aftermarket pros, to For the Record. Now, listen to a slice of wisdom, a concept, a sentiment, and maybe even a rant from one of your industry colleagues. For the Record. Hey there, welcome to For the Record, episode 88. It's Carm Capriato, and in just a few seconds, Tom Palermo wants the shops that badmouth other shops to stop. Now, he wonders why they do it. I think we know, but this has to be said. Hey, a question for you. Are you still using paper inspections at your shop? You know, there's a better way, a process built from the ground up to conform to how your shop's systems work rather than the square peg in the round hole workarounds that you find with other DVI platforms. FlexCheck Auto was designed by a master technician and shop owner to meet your needs. This fully customizable platform helps you implement your processes faster and more efficiently. FlexCheck Auto DVI speeds up your inspection process so the experienced technicians can quickly perform inspections and the entry-level techs are efficiently guided through your customized inspections. Hey, get started today with a free 30-day trial at flexcheckauto.com. Tell them Carm sent you. Hey, welcome to the cool place where the uptake is bright and brilliant and the discussions are captivating and wise. The Aftermarket's premier podcasts are free to listen to, on demand, and available anywhere in the world. Never forget your dose of vitamin K, knowledge. Hey, Tom Palermo is here, and he's saying something that we have all thought about and even said ourselves. Why? Oh, why do shops put other shops down to their customers? Why does this industry put itself down? Well, it hurts the entire industry's reputation and customer confidence in us. Hey, we're a high-tech industry, so why degrade it? Tom offers a few suggestions in his rant, and I agree with him. We've worked hard over the 745 podcast episodes in the library to help the industry flourish, grow, and build a stronger reputation. So why can't there be co-opetition, co-opetition and support from every shop? Hey, listen, doctors exist in each community, multiple doctors without trashing each other. There's enough business for doctors and shop owners for everyone to be successful. Now, that's the bottom line. So why, oh, why pull each other down? Now, listen to Tom Palermo for the record. This is Tom Palermo for the record, and I have invited Carm to participate. Hi, Carm. Hey, Tom. Thanks for letting me be on your for the record. <laughs> well, I guess I have to thank you because this is all your baby. And let me start off by thanking you for everything you do for us and allowing people like me and my brethren in this industry kind of come on and talk about what you know what's on our mind and how we can be better and what we can do to help push this industry forward and advance ourselves in the same at the same time honored honored what i wanted to talk about today was something that that i've seen more of but i'd really like to see more of and that is unity in our industry as it pertains to specifically independent repair shops working together trying to push forward as hard as we can and doing what has to be done for our customers and for ourselves and there's a few areas i think that we need to talk about the first is unity. Uh, all too often, we have a we have a bad habit of kind of try, being against each other without knowing we're doing it. Uh, we'll, you know, some of us will undercut others, which I do not like. Uh, you know, I think we need to kind of mold ourselves more in the way that the medical profession does, where you, you never go to a doctor and hear another doctor badmouth a doctor. That mm-hmm. doesn't that that doesn't happen. That's so right, yeah. you know. 
as an industry, I think we need to move towards that. And that's something that I, that, that does get under my skin when we're, you know, since this is kind of a rant, uh, it does kind of get under my skin a little bit when I, when I hear other shops putting other shops down, you know, it's, every situation is different. Every customer is different. Every car is different. So I think we need to keep that in the back of our minds. Tom, why do you think it's done? I think that people, I, I, I think shops are afraid that if they don't capture that, that one customer, that one time and get that one job that they're, that, you know, they're going to miss out on something and that there isn't going to be somebody else coming in behind them. They don't know what else to say. Yeah. They, do, they don't have a value prop to sell. Exactly. They, they don't have a relationship to build. Right. So you'll find, and I, I'm sure that plenty of other shops that are going to be listening to this, well, we have people come in from other shops and get second opinions because they may not understand. Maybe the other shop didn't explain something correctly. And we'll turn them around and let them go back to their shop. If they're comfortable with that person or you know, that shop, we don't want to get in the middle of that. There's plenty of work out there for all of us. Uh, you know, I mean, I know we see the, we see all the stats every year, you know, the average age of a vehicle is 12 plus years. There's so many billions of dollars of un, you know, un, unmaintained vehicles out there, you know, all that stuff. And that's, that's true. And, you know, we see that just because that, that dollar amount gets kind of floated out there. doesn't mean that people are actually going to buy that much worth of maintenance if we all started doing what we're doing. But what it does show is that there's opportunity out there. And, if we work together, we'll actually bring each other up and along. So um, another side to that, in my opinion, and this is, Carm, where you really shine and you really help us out, is networking. You know, we really, as an industry, we never really had a network before because, you know, it got cold, the cars broke, they came in, or, you know, if you live in a state with state inspection, the cars came in every year, or 3,000 mile oil changes, whatever. So you could kind of live in your own little cocoon and not and not have to break out of it. And I think that that kind of forced us into this position without knowing it. And we kind of all think we have this secret sauce that, you know, only we know the way to, you know, drive business and market and whatever. And that's just, you know, that's just not true. And what I found, and it took me a while to learn this, uh, is that, you know, when we work together and we network with each other, and you talk to other shop owners and you talk to other technicians and you talk to people in completely different demographics that you will never, ever see. It opens, right? Exactly. It opens your eyes and you don't, and you start to think more long-term and bigger. And what ends up happening is if you, if you leverage some of the, like your, your, what you do, your podcasts and, you know, uh, you know, we are a Napa auto care, not to necessarily, you know, not to just single them out, but, uh, you know, we're able to leverage the the opportunity that they offer us, you know, the, the programs that they offer us. And what it does is we, we continue to grow. It's like a, a flourishing flower because we meet more people. And as we meet more people and do more things and are exposed to different ideas, you know, our business changes and we're able to maintain our, our role into the future and to keep advancing. I got a uh, a visual as you were just speaking uh, about a a rose uh, a rose that is really tight. You know, of course, it opens up after you know it it matures or it gets a little older, if you will, and maybe smarter. If you can get my metaphor here, and it's it's almost like you say, you know, we get into the network suppliers, network coaches, network twenty group, network local, regional, and when all that happens and the petals 
open up, you know, they receive more sunlight. And, and, and it's, it's a great metaphor to think about it, yeah. you, if, if you're not doing what you expect to do, then you're this really tight flower. You've got to open yourself up and, like you say, go out and get involved. Because the minute you start hearing someone has the same pains that you do or has a solution that they tried that you've been thinking of doing, it completely gives you a brand new outlook. You know, it's that camaraderie that, you know, when you when you feel like there's other people, like you said, that feel the same pain as you do or have the same successes. You know, I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be a negative. You can use it in a positive way and say, hey, listen, I know what I'm doing is right because, you know, these three other shop owners that I sat down and had lunch with at this, you know, at this expo or trade show or whatever, we talked about the same thing. We're all doing the same thing and it's working. So this is this is a place for us to focus and continue going. This There might be another area where you hear an idea from one of those three shop owners that you say, hey, you know what? That's a good idea. I don't know if it'll work where I am, but we can give it a shot. It, it comes down to, you know, cooperation with each other, the willingness to to work with each other, the willingness to help somebody who may be having a tough go of it for whatever reason and doesn't understand why they're not hitting hitting the numbers they're supposed to hit, the profits they're supposed to hit. They have the same kind of customer problems over and over and over again. You know, it could be something as simple as just tweaking one process or putting a process into place. And you know, the thing is when you when you do that, especially if you're somebody who doesn't necessarily have a process for every little thing you do, that that's kind of an infectious thing because once you see the value in having a process, you say to yourself, well, I can have a process from everything to how I intake a customer, to how my technicians work in the shop, to how I, you know, how I control my returns, to how I, you know, it just, it can, it, it bleeds into every aspect of your business. And before you know it, you're solving problems you didn't even know you had. I know you're going on a cruise next week. I just came back from one. And in my, in my email that I sent out to my subscribers on Monday, I talked about what I learned about process on the cruise ship. So what I want you to, and Tom's going on on the identical ship, uh, you know, sister ship that, that I was on. It's, they're one of the largest out there, like 6,500 passengers or whatever. Can you imagine the process and the systems that they need to have to make it all work? And so your point is, is be an observer of businesses, not only of your own, look, look carefully, but of your peers, but other businesses. Absolutely. I mean, how many times... And I'm sure anybody listening to this has done this. I'm sure you obviously have done it. I, I could go to a restaurant, sit down, and I like to sit in the back, like in the corner. And, and you're back to the wall, right? So you want to watch. Right. Yeah, yeah, me too. I want to watch everything because, not because I want to criticize anybody, but I just want to see how it works. And what you end up figuring out is that, hey, you know, I come in here, I order dinner, I pay my bill, I leave, but there's a lot going on here. And look how well these, you know, the, these business owners are able to get this to work. And, and, and I, I'll be honest with you, and I'm sure everybody listening this, to this will say the same thing. I guarantee you that people have gone to completely different, you know, industry, you know, industries, watched how a business works and picked something up from. Yeah. Guaranteed, guaranteed. Whether it's how you treat a, how you deal with a customer, whether it's, how you, you know, process, you know, where things should be, whatever, whatever it is, you, there's a lot to be learned everywhere around us. And when you find a place, I mean, imagine a cruise ship, you have all these people on there and they, you got to keep them happy 
for seven days. I mean, imagine that. That's hard to do. That's not an easy task. Yeah, think about it. You you pull into port at six o'clock in the morning. The first people get off at seven, and the rest, and then every, at two o'clock, another six thousand five hundred people get back on, and yeah. they have to turn that ship around. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, it really is amazing when you think about it. And what they've done is they've they've narrowly defined every little aspect of what you're doing there, which is which is hard to, hard to do with that many people. But if we work at doing that in our own businesses, mm-hmm. we can really make a change, you know, on the fly. That's one advantage we have over some of the bigger guys is we'll talk to each other. We can make changes quickly and we can figure out whether it works or whether it doesn't without having to, you know, go crazy, uh, you know, trying it for a year and then backing away from it and figuring out what, you know, we can, we can move on the fly here. So. It's amazing. You started off talking about unity and now we're talking about processes and systems. Yep. It's amazing how you can spin a yarn really well. I have to tell you. Thank you. I think as an industry, I think one of the most important things we can do moving forward, particularly with some of the things that we're going to be talking about later on in April, uh, you know, there's a lot of issues out there. There's a lot of opportunity, but there's a lot of issues out there. And I think the only way we're really going to be able to overcome them and move forward together as an industry is to work together. And, you know, I, I think that that is a big part of our future. Well, Tom just kind of uh, took the cat out of the bag. We're going to, I'm moderating a panel at Napa Expo 2020 and, uh, and he's going to be on my panel. It's going to be on transparent pricing and the power and the value of your value proposition. And, and, uh, we're excited about it. I hear that the classes are, uh, I think almost uh, completely booked. So that's, that's pretty exciting. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. Hopefully nobody walks in with, you know, lettuce and tomatoes and, you know, we're not getting. We're always, with. I've never had that thrown at me yet. So, uh, God, there's always a first. This has been Tom Palermo with Carm Capriato for the record. <laughs>